moment. Why? But, uh, in 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 Berlin session, I have my tea here to calm me down. I don't know. I think I haven't had really an interview. Anyone asking me questions in a while? It's <laughs> <laughs> like you know, I must do things, say the right things. So yeah. That's the voice of Tato, a colleague of mine from my Vitz years. We both studied music there, and she went on to start a psychology degree. Like all of us, Tato's 2020 didn't quite look the way she thought it would. But it developed into something really, really beautiful called MindLink. That's M-Y-N-D-L-I-N-K. We start off by finding out what her 2020 was about and then we unpack her journey with MindLink and talk a little bit about suicide in adolescence. Yeah, I know. I think this year was just like, through us in the deep autism was like swim. So we're all learning different things and just doing our best. Like, hey guys, we're here, hey? We are. I mean, what was, okay, what was your original plan for 2020? Um, original plan for 2020 was finish off the year. I was going to go back to tutoring or community music at first. Um, Mindling was on, 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 on the board, but not like very explicit, like as we've really gone for it now. It's always been an idea that we're going to do. So, yeah, it's there were a lot of work, income, money, you know, <laughs> and then and it just went sideways. And now we're like, right. So the things that we had in that journal that we just put aside. Yes. I think a lot of us had things we just put aside. Yeah. So then we're like, let me, let me, let me just see and start. But yeah, we, we, we go with the punches. So far, we made the best of it. I'll say that. Yeah. But now yeah. you say that MindLink was always a thing that was part of your plans. And now you guys have gone like full force and it's amazing. So let's Thank start you. there. What, how did the idea come about and how did everything, uh, like it went from zero to a hundred in 3.5? So, hey, uh, let me start with how I went from 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 you know the music degree ending up with <laughs> in mindling. Yes. Um. So I was doing music, right? And actually, the journey for me started in my final year uh, when I was doing music, and I was doing community music. Okay. So basically, community music and it is just applying music in you know different contexts. Mm-hmm. to facilitate other things, so educational outcomes or therapeutic outcomes. And one of those was when I was introduced to music therapy. So when I was introduced to music therapy, um, the combination of both psychology and music, like I became very interested in. Um, and, you know, not to get too into music therapy, but examples would be like, you know, they're going to old age homes and they're creating music programs for let's say the elderly, yeah. um, like mobility and stuff, or sometimes in special ed, you know, for autistic children because it does help um, facilitating their learning. So okay. as I got interested in in music therapy, then 
you need both a psychology and a music degree in order to register. So then I went into psychology. Okay. Um, and the more I did psychology, though, the more um, I got interested in it. And the other aspect and the, the way it kind of linked into my link also was that in my final year of study, you know, I had my own mental health um, struggles. Mm-hmm. And in that process, you know, I mean, I documented it um, quite extensively in a video and I did shoot it and posted on YouTube. And um, from my own mental health journey and struggles that I also had, it kind of also fueled my passion for mental health and for psychology um, and kind of just human behavior, the things that influence it. And so already, like, you know, the passion for mental health and psychology was growing. And how it ended up, or the starting point for mindling was um, actually during that final year. And... Um, it was when the news of um, another student, um, at first actually, okay. had taken their own lives you know, during the exam period. And I remember during that time, that news, it was just very disheartening because every single year during like, the exam period, you always see a news headline um, of another student that has taken their life. Mm. And... This one particularly hit close to home because I had, you know, also been struggling myself at that time. Yeah. And I remember sitting with my cousins and we, we just started talking about it. Why is this an annual thing? What could be done? Or what isn't being done? You know, what are the struggles to getting access? Or what are the struggles to reaching for help? Yeah. So from that conversation, that's actually how my dream um, came about. And, and for us, it was about, you know, addressing those issues of access um, and, and barriers to health and health behavior, i say. Yeah. So that was kind of the long journey of how mining came about. And that's why it's such a project close to home when you guys see us going so hard. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's how it came about. Yeah, I mean, like... I really love what you're doing because everything you've spoken about, many people can identify with either a part of it, all of it, by somebody we know or somebody that we've spoken to about it or ourselves, especially like Vitsies, you know, we like to joke about the edge that Vits pushes us over, but it it really does push us over (laughs) that edge sometimes. And I think that's one of the things that we kind of neglect is we have gotten into the culture of just coping. I think we tend to neglect just the, the extent of it, the mm. pressures of life in general, mm. generally your well-being, how are you, the pressures of schooling, of, of, of all aspects of life. So, yeah, it's... It, we talk about it, we talk about it, but it's actually, you know, it's a very serious, um, it's a part of life, and, and, and yeah, it's problematic. <laughs> it is, it's very problematic, because also, you know, we don't even want to bring up particular topics, because we don't know how 
people will respond to them. And I think one of the really big ones which you brought up is suicide, whether it's suicide ideation or it's a, a phase of suicidality. Um, we don't really want to talk about it. And I think with, with you, with our particular conversation, that's something I'd like to kind of hear your thoughts on and I, with the specific focus on adolescence because that was one of the things that the bustlers had brought up on our Facebook post. And just looking at, at statistics, the World Health Organization has said that every 40 seconds, somebody dies as a result of suicide. So that's about 800,000 people a year, which might not seem like a lot in proportion to the population, but every single life that is lost is, a, is problematic, you know? that's a global statistic but now we look at South Africa and in South Africa suicide is the third highest cause of death of children between 15 and 19 which for me is so crazy because I only learned the language or kind of learned what I was going through when I was in varsity which was like I was in my early 20s so there's a chance that a lot of people are also going through a lot of this stuff, don't even know the terminology, don't know how to express how they feel. But what are your thoughts on it? And I'm going to throw it out as an open-ended question because I'd like you to kind of direct it according to what you'd like to speak about on this particular podcast. But where do you think these stats, or how do you think we get to these types of stats? And how do we as society begin to really start eating this elephant little by little? You know, yeah, the stats on, on suicide and suicide in South Africa, they, they really are disheartening. I mean, like you mentioned, you know, one of the top leading causes of death for, for people between uh, ages 15 and 24. Mm. Um, and... Like you said, and my husband, who's you know also the other co-founder of of, of Mindlink, whenever we talk about loss of life, she always um, says that one is already one too many. Yeah. Looking at South Africa, I mean, one article even says that South Africa has the eighth highest suicide rate in the world. Sure. Um, for 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 every like fatal suicide, there's like twenty attempts. Hmm. And and when you when you hear these numbers, you kind of become scared, and you you also become concerned that it's not highlighted as it should be. I think that one of the reasons that um, we kind of neglect is, is is we really talk about stigma a lot, but I think that we don't quite address just the extent to which it permeates into all aspects of life. Yeah. Um, and you know, in, in psychology, there's something called like ecology theory, and basically it's just addressing a person within their context. Mm. And even when you read up on suicide, a lot of the time it says that the things that are kind of behind the numbers and kind of behind the stats and what is preventing and creating barriers for people who are reaching out and seeking help a lot of those things we found in the environment. Mm. And a lot of the time, even historically, psychology has always looked at the individual, just you internally. But when you look at the person within their context and the environment that they're in, and especially in South Africa, you look at, you know, the high unemployment rates that we have. 
mm. the high level of poverty that we have. And then what does that mean for young people within that environment? And how do these then affect their mental health? Yeah. Because now when you look at kids in school, how are these affecting their educational experience? Looking at even in, in, in development, yeah. in the of psychology, as in when you're going through that stages of kind of forming the identity mm. and how do these affect their mental health? Yeah. I mean, we even have academic pressures. The fact that students are, you know, writing these exams in September and not too long after that in November, they have to go through the same psychological distress. Yeah. And even if we're saying, okay, academically they learn the syllabus, we cannot change, you know, the date because there needs to be certain things covered. Mm. Perhaps then could we not give them aid to help them through that process? You know, running programs alongside um, academia and also um, and programs I'm referring now to like mental health programs. Yes. Or how to help them. Things like how to study, the best way to study, like teaching strategies. Over and above the academic support, other things that need to be considered is students' access to clothing, food security, resources for school, as well as Wi-Fi. Especially in South Africa, it is very important for us to look at the context of, of, of the people find themselves in. Because those are usually the things that influence their mental health. Yeah. And, and not only the students themselves, but the people that they are, 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 are in connection with, for instance, the teachers. We live in a world where, in our educational system, we have overcrowded classrooms. Mm. And then it's not always talked about how the teachers and the stress of they, you know, going through and how that may affect the teaching and learning experience of students. Mm. We have very able kids who find themselves in, for instance, in mainstream school, which is a good thing and is something that we want to move towards, you know, integrated um, from the teaching and learning. But yeah. sometimes we find that the teachers are not only qualified. Yeah. And then the different able to do not get that individualized attention that they need. So then what does that then need for the students and for their experience and their um, you know, mental health? Mm. I mean you know, these things can get even like bigger and broader. Yeah. You, know, you know, an HIV pandemic and you have because of that now there's a lot of child headed households. Mm. So for them what does that mean for their um, um, you know, mental health and their schooling experience. And I, I'm referring a lot to schooling just because we're talking about adolescents. Yes. And schooling is a, a big part of their life. Um, so, so, yeah, I think in, in how we get to this step, why the things are the way they are, um, the conversation has always looked at the individual on their own. Mm. But I think that when we look at the environment, the broader environment that individuals find themselves in, it kind of starts to paint the picture and give you a sense uh, um, and also of where do we start and try to address this and change the type of Yeah, I mean like just listening to everything that you said, which is only a portion of the reality, I'm like 
this thing is big and this is only one topic that the bachelors had put on as something they want to talk about but one thing i appreciate amongst all of this that is quite intimidating is people like you and your cousin who have taken the initiative to do something you know i think a lot of the time it's very easy for us to be like wow this is so big or if we don't suffer from a mental disorder be like not my monkey not my circus but you guys have really taken the time to jump into it and take the risk because this is a risk and do something that could even just help one person mindlink has various features on their social media platforms one of them is a weekly bingo chart that got me excited It is so brilliant. Please tell us more about the bingo. Oh, thank you. We missed so much excitement over it. And um, you know, one of one of the things that we also want to achieve with 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 Mindlink is to also make talking about gender health like fun and 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 not only which is a very heavy topic because it mm. is but We want to just have this thing as a part of life, yeah. you know. It's just about your general well-being. How are you? Um, and so with the bingo, we wanted to put out um, like little cards that you can check in with yourself. Because sometimes, a lot of the times, especially with this year, you're like, okay, it's a new week. I'm going to do this thing. And, you know, I'm just going to do my best. I have my plans. I've set it out. You know, this week is going to be better. Yeah. And then as the week goes, you know, you kind of, like they say, you know, you've lost control of me. And you get overwhelmed. Mm. And you feel like, you know, another week in 2020, things are going their own way. But we were like, what is a quick, fun thing that people can just engage with? Mm. And, 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 and that can help them just for the young moment when you're just checking with yourself. Bring yourself back to work and stuff, and you're like, actually, I'm just the best that I can. So, um, Bingo, we kind of made it, 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 it blog, and we have, like, little talks. For instance, you know, I got out of bed today. Yeah. And you're like, that's actually an achievement of some days, and that is okay. Mm. You know, that helps me feel a little bit better today, which is part of well-being, and that is fine. So, we had little talks, and we were like, this would be fun to do. And people can engage with it. So yeah, that was like a little fun talk that we wanted to do. Uh, uh, um, a mindfulness class, you know, self-care talk that you could do on your own. It's fine. And then just kick off these things. And if you get bingo, that's if you get five in a row. Yeah. Um, and we just, you know, put the idea out there. We hadn't seen it. So we just put it out there. And a lot of people have, have expressed a lot of excitement about it, which we are equally excited about. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm crazy excited about it. Like, I've, I've been wanting to... I even want to print it so that it's on my door, so that every time I achieve something, when I wake up and when I go to sleep, it's something that I see visually in front of me as an achievement. Oh, it, it, it's so exciting. I mean, I can't wait to see all the other offerings that you guys are thinking about and that you're going to put together. And obviously, those things need support, And I saw that you guys do have a crowdfunding page. Tell us more about where we can participate in helping out in that crowdfunding page, maybe some other ways that people can help out. 
and yeah the plans for that yes so as minding um we are currently crowdfunding to create a mental health app okay so um we're running a crowdfund campaign on backabody um the link is on our website so website is um www.mindlink.co.za and that's m y n d l i n k um and basically what mindlink is trying to do is to create a mental health app that is facilitating the dotted bases where you can find resources because when we were talking about what is one of the things that are kind of barriers to people either finding help or seeking help mm. is that it's very difficult to to find a psychologist or to find you know a shelter and support group yeah. or even hotlines you, you you need to go through so many like different websites and sometimes you're also not always very sure and another thing that we also wanted to address was that um the relationship between a psychologist and you know their clients is a very uh, um like a sacred or a very like complex and specific kind of uh, um, um relationship mm. and sometimes and it's a very important one and and, and so sometimes you, you you wish that you could go based off of like recommendations yeah someone could have recommended someone to you that you know you know is already vetted um and so what we wanted to do as mindless was to create an avenue streamlined that process where you know when you think where can I find a mental health resource you think mindless mm-hmm. and so we want to create this app that like you know as we have documented that we are only starting out and we needed um you know the collective to help us into achieving this mm-hmm. um, and so that's why we're crowdfunding to develop the app, all of the proceeds that are being made are going to go towards developing the app. And the link is on our website. It's also on that website. You can search for MindLink. And the other idea is that also with this app is that we also want to, um, you can even tailor your search. Because a lot of times, not everyone has the same link. Yeah. Um, and not everyone has the same specifications that they want. So we want to be able for you to search on the app. If I'm looking for psychologists, you can search for them based on your budget, yeah. your location. For instance, if I'm looking for an LGBTQIA, you know, a firming practitioner, then I can find them. Mm. Um, sometimes if you also want someone based off a certain race or gender, because, mm. you know, different people are comfortable with different uh, uh, practitioners. Very true. They can also put that in and then even give you the output of um, professionals that meet the criteria that, you know, tailored towards you. And so there's a lot also, you know, the outside and unique sales points, they have other apps that won't, you know, mention all of it. Um, but yeah, it's this it's, it's up and yes. So if you can, please say what you can um, on Backabody and on MindLink. Sure. Thank you so much for your time. It was such a fun conversation. And thank, oh, thank you, you for the work that you guys are doing. Like, I love it. I am thank here to be your hype woman. Uh, thank you so much. And thank you also to everyone who's been supporting. Um, you know, it's, it's, 
it's very scary to, to, to put out work and you feel nervous and you're not really sure of anything <laughs> and you try your very best and just to, to, to receive the support and, and, and even with you to you know, invite me on and to talk about my business it means the world and thank you so much. I really hope that you've enjoyed listening to this conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. And thank you again, Tato, for joining us and speaking about your initiative. If you'd like to follow MindLink, they are on all social media platforms on M-Y-N-D-L-I-N-K. Or you can go onto their website, MindLink, M-Y-N-D-L-I-N-K dot C-O dot C-D-A. You can also interact with us on our social media, on Facebook and Instagram. That's bustling underscore podcast.